with us uh, today is not on his station. He's with us on our station. You can you, you can play the uh, repeat of this, uh, Joe. Joe Piscopo. <laughs> John, happy Fourth of July. Happy Independence Day, my friend. Well, happy Independence Day to you too. And you're one of the most loyal Americans uh, uh, that we have. And God bless you. And I won't say you were born in Italy. You were born in the United States of America. And I came over when I was six months old, not nine years old. <laughs> Joe had it wrong night. yesterday. On the... We did Sundays with Sinatra last night. It was great, by the way. It was I, I was listening. All, yeah, I'll thank you. And I and, and so you heard me say thanks to you and Margot and for running this beautiful family at WABC because you allowed us. John, I'm talking about the greatness of America, how much we love America. And and then I said, uh, when John Cacimacidis came here at nine years old, and he goes, Joe, I was six months old when I came <laughs> I over. I texted him. I said, I was six months. <laughs> I loved you. I went a couple of years here and there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you were born on an island that was technically Italy, so I think you're more Italian than Greek. But that's you're, no, you're right. <laughs> I was born on an island that was Italy, part of Italy. And that's why another reason I'm a member of the Columbus Club with you. Yeah, I love it. And I have to tell you, though, and then, by the way, Mr. Crowley sends his best. I called Jerry yesterday. He introduced us. This is the gentleman that introduced John and Margo to me as you listen. And I got to tell you, we so appreciate all that you're doing, the way you just embrace America, the way you embrace the patriotism, and you don't apologize for it. I said it like 10 times last night on the show. I was able to play all these songs of Frank Sinatra and Bing Crosby and Johnny Cash. Elvis. I even played Elvis last night, you know, just celebrating America. So proud to be part of this great country, John. So we appreciate you blazing the path for us, buddy. Uh, Joe, tell us how, how you feel, how your father felt, and, and how you felt. Uh, and uh, tell us what's going on. We were talking about with our previous guests, with uh, with Dominic, Greg Kelly, Frank Morano, we're talking about is this World War Three going on because America is under attack in so many directions? Are yeah, we in World War Three and don't even realize it? Uh, John, you know, it's been worse before. And, and I um, actually talked to our mutual friend, Michael Goodman from the New York Post, and I said the same exact thing to Michael. I said, what's going on? How, how bad is this? He goes, Joe, Think of the Second World War. You know, think of when, you know, before our time, John, and when my father, and I'm talking to you from the small little beach house that uh, uh, that my parents have had for many, many years, and I would sit out uh, in the back in the patio when my father rest his soul, and he would tell me about fighting in the Second World War in the United States Army Air Corps and how much the country meant to him. Pop couldn't speak English when he first went to school in first grade. They made fun of him. They laughed at him. And then he went on to skip grades in that school. He went on to become a lawyer representing the non-English-speaking blue-collar laborers that his father was. He would tell me, my pop would tell me how great the country was, how lucky because all my grandparents wanted to do. John Katsimatidis is come to America to be what? American. It's American. It's what you embrace. It's what I embrace. And, and then we go through the Second World War. That we the world almost ended, and if it wasn't for America, we saved the world. People forget we saved the world. And then you got to think about the '60s. You know, that's kind of my generation. I came up in the '60s. John, we had assassinations. The great JFK, RFK, Martin Luther King. That was a horrible time. The country was so divided. The social unrest there probably was warranted, John. But it was even worse than now. So we will get there in a very short time. 
in the next couple of years, we are going to take this country back. The problem is, and you know it, John, and I learned from you, is that there is, I believe, a concerted effort to dismantle the foundation of America uh, from the— We're uh, under attack. You know, the Chinese called it Sun Tzu, and it's the the art of war, to defeat your enemy with with them not even knowing you're, you're fighting them. It's exactly right. With the fentanyl that's coming in across the border, with the, now we're going to do electric cars. You know what? Sure, I love electric cars. Great. But not, where do we get all the electric car materials from? We got to do slave labor in the Congo to get the minerals. We got to go to we got to go to China to get the 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 solar panels. Communist China. They're so smart. They're so insidious. That's exactly right. And it, and then for, somebody is paying the lobbyist. Somebody is paying something. This electric car crap is a lot of crap, and they're, they're not. They're, they are dangerous. To, it's like uh, you've talked to Doctor Michalos. It's like living underneath, living uh, living underneath the uh, uh, Alpine antenna. Remember the old: if you lived underneath the Alpine antenna, you're going to get how cancer you, within you, twenty years. How, could you po- how do you possibly know about the Alpine antenna? How do you know about that? Oh my gosh! Well, yeah, I mean, it's 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 true. And if you live, if you're driving an electric car, and you talk to doctors, uh, that it creates a Faraday cage, and there's radiation within the car itself because of generators. The generators are creating radiation, or whatever they call it. You know? Yep, yep, I do. And you know what else? You hit the nail on the head. You said it like our again, our mutual friend Katie McFarland said. Uh, we talk about like she was sitting next cars. to me. She was sitting yeah. next to me on Saturday night. KT. She, how great is she? I mean, the former deputy national national security advisor for Donald Trump. How great is that? She's and they attacked her, by the way, and she withstood the attack from the DOJ. And she said exactly what you said, John Katz. But Didi, how do you plug the cars in? Where do you get the energy when you plug the cars in? Our the system wall? can't take it. And don't forget, uh, North America. You know what I've said to the president. Uh, I said to them, North America has three hundred, uh, hundred years worth of oil. We can produce up to twenty million barrels a day. Make North America self-sufficient, ex- except, and we're not doing it. And what are we doing? We're giving the money. Uh, we're begging the Venezuelans. We're begging the Russians. We're begging the Iranians. We're begging the Saudis. Please, please send us an extra half million barrels a day. It's so true, John. And how do you dispose of those electric batteries, too? We don't even tell you. You know, and I I so appreciate you being aware of this because people just don't get it. And I love seeing you do your news hits on TV because people go to you because they know you understand oil and importing oil and refining oil. The batteries destroy the earth more than 100 Hummers, whatever would. You can't you, – you, they're not disposable. We're not where we should be. And that's the problem. We are at war in this regard. I just don't know. Who's in charge? Is it China? Is it the, the fact that we're at war with Vladimir Putin in a proxy war with Putin? That could have been prevented. That was a self-inflicted wound by this administration. It didn't have to happen. Putin wanted to be part of the European community. He wanted to be part of them. He didn't want to be partners with the Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Besides yeah. that, the yeah. Chinese, they're, they're, they're giving, he's giving the Chinese a what, 25% or 40% discount on the oil they're buying from him. The Chinese yeah, are not so, paying retail. Yeah, the in, no, India, he's getting, they're getting a twenty-five percent discount on the on the uh, crude oil they're buying yeah. from Russia. 
And this is what gets me, and this is where we are weak and we have to watch it. We're, when Biden's walking walking or shuffling, whatever he does, and he's he's in uh, the G7, at the G7, and then, uh, you know, Macron, the president of France, runs after him. Excuse me, Mr. President, Mr. President. And he says the Saudis are not going to be able to give you oil because they don't have the capacity to do it. He's got a messenger boy in Macron for the Saudis to go to the president of the United States. It was caught on video, and you got to listen to the audio. And you, you know, that's why I appreciate what you're doing at WABC. And, you know, we always talk about it on my morning show. It's like you got to bring these things out. This is dangerous. Uh, the president is getting a message from the Saudis to the president of France. What have we become? I really feel that we've hit the wall. We are going to come back. There's no way they can keep this down. We, you know what? It's, this is where it's bad is where it'll take two years. John, you know, and let me ask you a question. We've got to get control. One of the most astute. You, Washington you know, needs checks and balances. We've got to get control of the, uh, of the Congress and the, the, Congress and the, and the U.S. Senate because you need checks and balances with the White House. Yeah, and, you know, September, John, and I hope you agree, you've got to be careful. People go, oh, it's going to be a red wave. It's going to be a tsunami. Don't trust anything. Don't trust. I'm waiting. They have – the Democrats have an October surprise. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's going to be a variant, another variant they're working on. I know it's going to happen. There's going to be a midterm variant, you know, in September. That's what's going to happen. And it's and called the, to... the art of war. That's right. You're very you – are, you are so un- – John, I cannot express to you. I tell you, we know each other long enough, so I'm not being patronizing. Thank you. And I know I speak for so many people. You have Larry Kudlow on your show. I just heard Bill O'Reilly on the show. You have all these great uh, legal minds. You have all these great political minds. You allow us the airwaves to talk about the things that matter, to take this country back, and we will be back as I speak to you on this Independence Day, John Katz. And we love you for that, to you and Margot. And for, for me to be able to play, I actually played a song. You know what we said? We played a song. It, it, was, it was called, What Does God Look Like to Me? Frank Sinatra is a beautiful song in the album Trilogy. What does God look You know, you can't play that anywhere else. You can't say that. That's politically incorrect. You allow it to happen, John. The platform is amazing, and we appreciate it, my friends. Well, God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you, Joe. Have a great day with your family, and uh, enjoy the day. And and tomorrow, we all go back to work tomorrow, and you know something? And we're going to win back America. We're, we're right. not going to allow these people to take America away from us. God bless you, John, and happy Independence Day to you and Margo and the beautiful family. Thank you. My friend. Thank you. God bless.